Hey, home theater nerds, welcome back. It's Thanksgiving again, and we have a new cast. Uh, but let's go around the room here uh, with the introductions. Uh, first off, we have John, also known as Steve Brock. We have Rob H. in the top right corner from AV Rant. Oh, John Brock, also known from the Brightside Home Theater Podcast. What a great home theater podcast that is. By Never heard of it. Hey, cool. Bottom right corner, we have Lee Overstreet from the AV Rant Podcast. And to his, well, to if you go to the left, you have Tom there. From, um, what's the name of your podcast again? I don't remember. You don't remember. You don't remember anything, do you, buddy? I don't know. No. Of course, he puts the rant in AV Rant. That's Tom Andre over there. And then in the bottom, below me, in the bottom left, we have Andrew, also known from the Brightside Home Theater Podcast. The only, only host on Takeover Tuesday, co-host, who have appeared three times. He also Christ. does a little-known um uh, website what's the name of that one i can't remember uh, i think it's uh av gadgets oh that's the that in mm. it who's the editor of that some I schmuck don't know. yeah some guy <laughs> it's, it's just a just a terrible human being it does not it's a love fest this year apparently <laughs> yeah. right yeah. Hey, that's the way we're gonna go but all right okay gotta... dj this, this is what happens when dj doesn't write down what his introduction is oh, gonna I've be i've been preparing yeah. all year every time He's tom preparing every... for literally minutes yeah, minutes. minutes. This is already minutes. a little testy, isn't it? It's no, just... <laughs> no. <that's... laughs> I feel tension. Tom. <laughs> well, it, it is Thanksgiving, first and foremost. I think we're all thankful that uh, DJ is here and able to record with us. Uh, if you've been listening to his podcast, it, oh, it seems yeah. like it might be a, a little bit touch and go. How the heck are you, DJ, health-wise? Because that's what matters the most by far in all of this. I am very good. I am very good. If it wasn't, for, like I said before, if it wasn't for sitting down in front of a computer, you wouldn't even know I had an issue. So, But let's not dwell on that. That's a, no, uh, not dwell. We just want to know that you're I'm doing all right, that, that you aren't risking life and limb to be here <laughs> with us this year. So, my you know goodness. I would. <laughs> yeah, that, no. well, that's exactly why no. we ask. That's the problem. I, Looks uh, forward to this so much, as we all do. I do, I do. And thank you. I want to say thank you to you, Rob, because uh, you've had a lot going on in your life. So everybody has. Tom's had hurricanes come through. Lee, I've been keeping up with you by listening to AV Rand. Everybody's had yeah. their trials and tribulations this been year. Some stuff, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I've I've been busy myself, and we didn't schedule this on time, and which is a lot of the reason why <laughs> the ht guys aren't here this year is we rob knew he was getting back in his house and he's like he emailed everybody you put this together yeah, this year so knew, thank you in buddy. quotation marks i knew i was getting back in yeah. there so <laughs> thank you rob crossed. thank you for putting this together this year um and um you as you as usual you're the mc so take it away and let's uh, sure. let's have some fun and get this done before tom you know falls asleep on us <laughs> yeah, going to turn into a pumpkin pie. That's what's going to happen. Well, this is uh, the third annual uh, crossover event between our podcasts. We're calling this one Thankful Everywhere All at Once. We have to stay in the multiverse of podcasts. So uh, welcome, everybody. We're, we're all very thankful to be here. We've got uh, Aura and Brayden, the HT guys, along with us in spirit. Uh, but schedules didn't allow them to actually be here in video and audio. So that's all right. We're very happy to have John 
Sean here and Andrew here filling out those uh, seats. And uh, yeah, really, really nice to have this group together, be able to talk about home theater, the year that's uh, just gone past. Like Lee said, you know, we've, we've all gone through quite a bit. So we're very thankful mm-hmm. to be able to, uh, to come and chat with, with everybody and put something out here once again this year. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So we do have a couple of new can't quite say faces because uh, Andrew does not have video with us. He's here in audio. But uh, why don't we start off with uh, Tom? You're actually the the person who got Andrew uh, introduced to me because you're the editor over at AVGadgets.com. Andrew's a writer there. So so why doesn't why doesn't Tom do a little intro for Andrew and, and let us know who all know who he is? Sure. So uh, those of you that know me or don't know me. Uh, I- had an almost 20-year career in audio and AV, uh, writing, uh, news, reviews, editorials, just about everything else. I've been doing the AV Rant podcast for, I think it's like 17, 18 years at this point. So it's been going on for a little while. So I've got a little bit of a history in this. So every once in a while, you come across a lost soul. And these are people that have just uh, <laughs> slipped down the slippery slope of audiophile-ness and hit rock bottom and when they hit that rock bottom they they find themselves uh surrounded by av gear that uh does literally nothing just just quite literally it's just all it does is it it, it's it allows you to buy more in uh more expensive and thicker cables and that's where andrew was when i found him he was at the very bottom of this this pit of audiophileness where uh he had uh dax and external amps and uh you know the power cords and just stuff just just so much so many very many stuff things so uh andrew uh uh, reached out to me in all seriousness here andrew reached out to me when uh i was uh, first starting up av gadgets uh which is something i've been doing for a couple of years now which is a website that primarily focuses on home theater but you know it's a more educational site than it is something that's trying to sell you a bunch of stuff we're not we have affiliate links just like everybody does because we're trying to stay afloat, but we're really <laughs> trying to educate people. So Andrew reached out and uh, expressed an interest in writing for AV Gadgets, and he had written before online. He had sent me a couple of, uh, of uh, links to his previous articles, and you know I couldn't tell if it was all him or if he had an editor that helped him out, but it seemed fairly coherent, and he could string a couple of words together. So I asked him to write a couple of things and you know they were good they were good or at least good enough and that's what i was kind of going for at the that's time that's high yeah. praise andrew yeah. just so you know i've good known job, tom andrew. probably longer than you have that's some, that's some high praise right that's, there exactly. yeah believe me i've never said good anything enough. about lee being good so <laughs> no. just put it right there no he hasn't that's never happened <laughs> uh so uh you know so Lee, uh, so uh, Andrew started writing for me uh, for AV Gadgets, and uh, it's been quite the learning experience, I think, for both of us. But uh, I'll let him speak more to this. I have challenged him, and I have given him articles to write that I know that I knew when I gave it to him, it would challenge some of his conceptions and preconceptions of how things worked in audio, and. Uh, with that, Andrew, why don't you uh, why don't you chime in here and uh, talk a little bit about writing for AV Gadgets? Thanks, Tom. Uh, so yeah, so uh, when I did uh, reach out, I'd been a, a longtime listener to AV Rant. Um, I listened to these folks actually while I was building my home theater, so that was sort of in my ear the entire time. So I sort of, you know, kind of cut my teeth in the the AV world with those guys and. 
I guess prior to that, I've always been an AV enthusiast. Um, you know, my tagline in the on the the site is, you know, I've been spinning vinyl since I was a kid, which is true. I've uh, always been a music enthusiast. Uh, my roommate and I in, in university had probably the coolest setup ever. We had the uh, 28, 28-inch Sony Trinitron, uh, Ken Woods and Serwin Vegas, you name it. So we were always, you know, there with the, with the stereo gear. Um, but I really, you know, got an interest in, in writing after listening to Tom and Rob, you know, give some advice. And I've always liked writing and it was a way for me to, to keep, you know, my creative side going and to keep engaged in the hobby. So as Tom said, I reached out to him and said, you know, Hey, um, you know, do you want me to, you know, can I write for you? And he's like, yep, send me some stuff. And, um, it has been a challenge because it's really hard because you read all this stuff, you have all these forums and it's so easy to get caught up with, this is the next best thing. You need to get this one thing. It'll make your system so much better. And then you buy it and you sit down and you listen to it and you don't hear a difference. But you're con- you're convinced you heard a difference because you just spent something out for this. So, mm-hmm. um, so it is true. I had DACs, I had external amps, I had every streaming box, um, and now I have a soundbar. <laughs> I, I I stole it all. I have a soundbar now. <laughs> I talked them too far off the, the yeah. Line. Yeah, that's I'm going a little too far. The overcorrection happened there. Oh, well, great. I'm I'm happy and thankful that Andrew's here because he's just brought the uh, Canadian quotient of this podcast up to one third. Yep. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's, that's pretty nice. <laughs> well, I'd like to point out something here. Uh, it's kind of funny that uh, Tom is in the middle, bottom middle here. He's the foundation, pretty much of this thanksgiving podcast tom's the only one here that was a podcaster started as a podcaster and is a podcaster everybody else here is a listener that joined in i listened to you guys started my own i brought on andrew and john we'll get we'll talk to john in a second and lee i believe you're the same situation correct yeah they were looking for somebody to fill in in about 2013 and i mentioned i had some radio background and had the equipment and had some knowledge uh, of audio and video. So made sense. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And well, grammar we, Rob, right? Yes. Isn't that what your name right. was? Yep. <laughs> so yep, we all I wrote to, wrote to Tom and Dina. I'm like, yeah, you got to correct some of those words in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tom so, has fond memories. PTSD <laughs> just written across Tom's face when let, I said that. Let me give you uh, the perfect <laughs> encapsulation of, of Rob. In mm. my my relationship with Rob, this ha- this this happened this weekend. I as I was driving home from Alabama, sorry, Lee didn't stop by, didn't care. Wait, and, what? Um, <laughs> what? As I was driving home from it's Alabama, not that big of a state. If it wasn't football <laughs> season, he would have stopped in. That's uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the Crimson Tide crap. So, oh, so much I got fun. a text from Rob, and, and the the hands free was on. Right, so you know the the, the maps was on. That was like. You know, so Google says, Google says to me, you have a text from Rob. It's very long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that one was long? <laughs> I don't remember that one being long. I can't it just had a big link in it. Is what oh, it had a big link. Yeah, but that is pretty much every email, every text <laughs> I've ever gotten from Rob yeah. can be described as very long. That is mm. what it is. Verbose so I get these might massive be, emails from Rob that were, um, you know, cr- like why I it should have used who instead of whom or vice versa. And it was just, I did one with Rob like that. What like a month ago, Rob, I said, Hey, can you give me a call? I got a question. And we ended up doing it all through text, but I was like, 
it would have been probably a 10 minute conversation, but no one Bob and I, it would have been an hour, <laughs> but that, cause we just get going. But the text, Tom, same thing. I'm like, how does he type so fast? And his, just, like, I'll send my little square back yep, and he sends back going. these long rectangles, like two minutes after I was like, I can't even read it that fast. How the hell did he type that thing? <laughs> well, a, we can't talent. We before yeah. we speak to John, and I'm sorry, John, that you've been so yeah, quiet for so I, long. We'll get to you in just a moment. I promise you. That's <laughs> trust we, me. Not we can't word. do anything associated with AV Rant uh, as far as uh, introducing somebody new to the AV Rant listenership without finding out what the heck is in your theater, Andrew. We've got to know the gear lust. What occupies that home theater room? Is that a soundbar? Yeah, that's it. Soundbar. <laughs> <laughs> I've, done, no display. I've done some expanding this weekend. Um, right. So, so I, I, when I wrote this up, I started at the top of my rack and, and worked my way down. So at the top of my rack, Tom, shut your ears, is a Project uh, Debut Carbon Evo turntable. Uh, so I, I do have some vinyl. Um, I've got an Xbox Series X and NVIDIA Shield Pro 2019, which is my main streamer. Um, for, for Lee, I've got a Sony VHS in there. Yes. yes. Yeah. So he and I were talking over Twitter because um, I was trying to find my forever VCR and I found it. Sounds like forever. you got it. I'm so yep. <laughs> Forever <Yeah>. VCR. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. I have five. Quite possibly not by choice. <laughs> um, I've got both a Harmony Elite and a Sofa Baton X1. Uh, I'm not ready to give up my so my Harmony Elite yet, but mm. uh, but I'll, I'll I'll I have faith that Sofa Baton's getting there. <laughs> um, powering it, I've got the Onkyo TX NR7100. So uh, I got that when my X3600 died, and I had a chance to grab one of these uh, right away, which was really nice because it was in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and it had Dirac Live, so I said, you know what? I can try Dirac, and I can, mm-hmm. uh, I can write an article. So that's where that one came from. I've got an Aircom T9 cooler on top of that. Um, it I've is an a, Onkyo. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's, not that, it's not that hot. It doesn't run much more than 90 degrees. Uh, oh, good. So I'm pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a Sony Mini Displayer in there. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, I've got a Pioneer Elite CD player. So I've got some some tech, and I've probably got about four. I'm looking at two CD players on a shelf right now in front of me in my computer room. So that tells you kind of where I am. Yeah. Uh, my display is in. Oh, go ahead. This is after I talked them out of, or talked them down from a whole bunch <laughs> of other stuff. So believe me, it is much better than it was before. Go on. Uh, for my display, I've got an LG B9 OLED 65 uh, inch. Yes. Um, and I've got a, since I am Canadian, I've got Paradigm Premier 200B bookshelves and 600C center. So it's that big monstrous uh, tower speaker pretty much laid on, yeah, its, side. on its side. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got a couple of subs. I've got a SES uh, PB1000 and a Monolith M10 V2. Uh, so I'm covered for base for sure. And I should add that I'm in a probably 13 by 21 room mm-hmm. and I six, sit maybe six or seven feet away from my, from my speaker. So bases is more than adequate uh i've got a lot of room treatment i've got six or seven panels all throughout my room behind my speakers in the back of my room um i've got a monoprice articulated mount which i really love some santa speaker stands and uh phillips hue lighting all around excellent very nice nice I like that setup. So, uh, yeah, we, we the, the mystery man of the hour here has uh, been, uh, been sitting alongside us and, and hasn't said a peep because we haven't let him. Uh, John is joining us this year, a new guest uh, to this crossover podcast. Now, uh, we're 
here the av rant crew we're meeting him through dj's Brightside home theater podcast so much like tom introduced andrew dj why don't you say a few words about john john then oh, wait, we'll let no, you wait, finally don't do speak. no 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 i'm just oh. kidding <laughs> steve comes to us i from... wanted to try it out <laughs> even more why not uh we should just make oh, it really clear though because not everybody's watching the video version of this um dj has a podcasting partner now he's not doing solo anymore his podcasting partner does have the same name john but that's not this John, this is a different John who has That's been on Takeover true, yes. Tuesday a couple same, of times. Same state, so it could be confusing. There you go. It can be confusing. So, John, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? And then, yeah, we got to find out what's in your home theater, too. It's some pretty impressive stuff I'm looking at in this little shared Google Doc we've got going. Well, DJ, you can, if you wanted to say anything, I mean, you don't have to. But yeah. Let's yeah, say DJ that, never uh, gets to talk. I don't want, you know, to, talk, never, I don't want to talk over you. John's one of my <laughs> listeners that, for right. people that don't know that listen to av rant and they haven't heard Brightside home theater i do take over tuesdays where i host listeners every tuesday and uh john reached out to me a while ago um earlier this year and we had a conversation and his uh, his story of his home theater that he's in right now is absolutely amazing i'm gonna link that podcast um in the show notes to this because the what he has been through, what he went through, moving from what California to Texas and issues that he had and the positivity that he showed, it, it's literally just, it, it's what bright sides all about, to be honest with you. Um, it's and we had great, we've had great conversations otherwise too, but we, he's always just positive about it. It's like he had setbacks, he had issues and he's just like, you know what, but this is just fun. It's the journey. And he's so right. And it's, that's part of home theater. One of the experiences that we have is building our theaters. Um, sometimes it's forced upon us, like what's, what you're going through, Rob. And other times it's, you know, choices that we make and we want to change things up a bit. And, uh, John's got a lot of both in there of those issues. And, um, it, I was happy to have him on. I, I put this out on my stream and I said, first person that's going to show up. I'm going to ask him and I'm just going to keep going. And John was the first one. I go, John, you want to be there? And I'm like, I hadn't got the question out. And I saw the reply in the stream. It's like, I'm there. I was like, all right, buddy. <laughs> so couldn't have a, I couldn't be happier to have him here. Uh, John, why don't you take it away? Introduce yourself to everybody and uh, tell them a little bit about your uh, story. Well, thanks, Deej. I appreciate that. That's nice of you. I'm sure what you're going to say. We have <laughs> DJ and I have had a short, but, but torrid history. Steve. <laughs> <Jeez>. Wow. And <laughs> uh, anyway, you'd have to tune in to, to find out about that. But uh it's fun. um yeah. So I've I've kind of felt for Rob as uh his recent calamities that he's had to deal with. I don't know a lot of the details, but I know involved you were forced out of your out of your home and had to find elsewhere and and dealing with insurance companies mm -hmm. and moving back in and, and all that. So I can, uh, I can relate to that mm. as, uh, um, uh, one of the houses I was in and we were getting ready, we were doing some remodeling in, in California. I was getting ready to build this home theater that wasn't the ideal size, but I was like, Hey, there, there's a room available. So we're, we're going to use it. And, uh, after it was a good size house, good size property. So there was a lot to get done before I was going to be allowed to uh, build my home theater. So priorities. And after two years of priorities and getting the house, <laughs> how we wanted it, how she wanted it, how the family needed it, 
it was time to start mine. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not totally happy with the room dimensions. And uh, but uh, we're, we're, I'm going to get started on it. I'm at least going to get started because I do a lot of planning, maybe over planning. <laughs> and as I started, as I started planning that, and I had already had the speakers, um, uh, Pacific Sales. Is anyone? I don't. I think it's probably in California. Nah. Um, they had something similar to. They're attached to Best Buy somehow. So Pacific, Pacific Sales had a lot of high end, uh, mid. They had, a, they had a lot of Klipsch speakers, but Pacific and 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 high end uh, electric. Um, Appliances, home appliances, you know, washers and dryers and refrigerators, but they were clearing out their uh, their uh, home audio section. They were sending it all to Best Buy, to the Magnolia Best Buy. So they had some stuff. So I bought a bunch of reference clip stuff. Had it, all, it was all boxed in this room, ready to use it. Um, and then we decided, you know what? I don't think long-term California is, and we'd lived there our, our <laughs> whole lives, and the kids were getting older, and I just... I don't think Southern California is where we want to set deep, deep roots. So we started looking elsewhere, and, and as, as we did that, we, put, so we, we decided on uh, uh, DFW area of Texas, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and as we started doing that, we put the house on the market, we did some remodeling, um, get the house put on the market after doing a significant amount of remodeling and kitchen and master bathroom, and you know what that could look like, and a plumber comes in, <laughs> steps on uh -oh. some pipes, we're all gone, <laughs> floods three levels of the house. Uh. I'm gone. I'm watching this happen on my Rob. security cameras. Yeah, I'm, I, I I'm, can commiserate. I'm watching water fall on my computer desk that's on the third level, which means, and it's I know that means it's coming from the attic. Yep. So it hit all the levels, destroyed all the, the remodel, oh. and, and, and then he ghosts us. Plumber takes off. <laughs> we, we, never, we never find him again. <laughs> that's, a, that's its own story. Wow. So, so we have to take it off the market. We have to rebuild. We have yeah. to get it perfect again. Fast forward five months, we put it on the market, and we get out here to uh, we get out here to Texas. And I find a house. I'm like, okay, this next house. Like every, every we look at 22 houses, and uh, everything you know, as all of you would. The first, where, where am I going to put my theater? How am I yep. going to make it? How would this look? Yep. I mean, every single was, room. How do I turn yes, this? Yes, everything into else theater? negligible. Baby, oven like in the this kitchen. Theater. All right, but yeah, yeah. So, so place I, to I put found a washer a, found, and dryer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought. find a house that has a detached building above a garage. You know, kind of like where Fonzie yeah. would live, and it's. Uh, if, I assume some of you understand what that means. Yeah. Um, so it's a room above. I forget what you call it. A room above uh, a detached building above a garage, and it was the perfect setup. Um, just well, not, not perfect. It's still an A-frame, but. It was very workable, and it was detached. And I was like, this is, this is the house, babe. You know, so I'm convincing her on all of the other Reference level won't be a great. problem for the bedrooms inside the main house. That is right. the dream, right? Yes. So, so um, but of course, some other things have to be taken care of. So we're moving around. We still have the pods out in the, out in the driveway. We're moving in. We're nine days in and in 2020. Did everyone else have a fun, a fun 2020? Was everyone's 2020 just stellar? Unremarkable. Everybody's. Yeah. What could have gone it's wrong? Hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to The disease I got that year wasn't great. Mm. So here we are, 2020. Is I, that what you're in. calling your Tesla these days? Sorry. Yeah, no, that was 21. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't turn into a disease until this year. Mm. Oh, geez. Sorry, John. 
Go on. So, no, not at all. So, so uh, beginning of summer 2020, uh, we're, we're, we're nine days in. I'm in the garage organizing my tools on this pegboard that already exists in the garage. So I'm happy as a clam. I hear the fire alarms going off. I don't pay attention because fire alarms are always going off. I know it's in the middle of the day. My wife screwed up on something in there. And so I keep hanging, hanging my tools on the, you know, doing my organizing of tools. And I get a call from my wife. I'm like, uh, what? John, do you hear that? Get in here. She's, she's screaming at me. And I'm like, yeah, it's a fire alarm or, you know, smoke detector to figure it out, hit it or something. She goes, get in there, the house is on fire. She tells me to go into the house that the house is on fire. So that's maybe... Clearly does not understand how... She wasn't happy with you. (laughs) Yeah. So get in here, the house... I'm like, okay. So once I get in the house, they're gone. (laughs) They're they're out of the house. I don't see any fire. So I, I go upstairs. I'm like, okay, there might be some smoke going on, but I can't see anything, right? And by this time, she's calling. She's screaming, get out of the house. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. So I, I, I go in part of the attic. It's a walk-in part of the attic. I don't see anything. So I go to the pull-down attic, and I start going up the ladder, and the, the heat is so intense. I'm like, mm. this, this feels like death. And, I, and the whole attic is glowing. I can't even get my head into the attic. That means the whole attic's on fire. I mean, it was hot. You know, those movies you watch where they're screaming and fighting in a fire and talking? Yeah. That, that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, so I guess we got to look at the and, silver lining, which is at least this time your attic wasn't filled with water. Yeah. Right. It wasn't Not yet. Water yet. <laughs> Not yet. But what happens after a fire happens? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. So I got out. Fire trucks show up. I think we had like 11 fire, fire engines show up. Now we're, we're nine days into the house. There's boxes everywhere. The pianos Ugh. were the only thing in the pods that hadn't got brought in yet. And uh, then the firefighters proceed to set out, to, to, to set to destroy the attic, mm-hmm. to, to flood the attic with water. Well, the water doesn't stay in the attic, of course. No. So that Bradley. destroys the whole house. Yeah. So now we have caked insulation everywhere. Everything's ruined. <laughs> All the boxes are ruined. The, every room is, is, is pretty much trashed. And uh, I'm like, okay. The next day, so, so everyone's fine. Everyone's okay. I mean, the house is destroyed. The next day, I get a call from the remodel person who was supposed to start my home theater. Cause I got this started months oh, before yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'm ready to start the demo and we'll get you this home theater room going for you. And I'm like, I apologize. I didn't, I didn't get a hold of you yet. My life's been chaos the last 24 hours. The remodel's not going to happen. Um, my whole house, not burned down, but was destroyed from the fire and the water. Yeah. Uh, I'll call you in probably about a year, you know, Come by and look at it if you think I'm kidding. It's really happy. Yeah. He's, he's like, come on, really? So anyway, so that's so it's put on hold. Um, so in the in the meantime, now 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 I have a year and a half before I get back in, and I'm just creating my theater. I'm I, you know <laughs> I've been thinking about it. You know I've been building it since California, and I didn't even end up using those clip speakers. And I, but I'm I'm building it. I'm dreaming. I'm I'm learning. Uh, I'm I'm watching all of you guys and, and, and different podcasts, you know, youth man, right. Uh, I'm just learning about stuff. Um, and of course, you know, that, that the more you learn, the more, um, as Tom could can attest to you, probably the more trouble you get yourself into. Um, <laughs> but I didn't have Tom to talk me down out of anything. So <laughs> that's what he's here to do, man. Free so, podcast. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I start building, I start building this theater, start buying, 
things and, and putting it in the garage that, that wasn't destroyed. So, so now that uh, I'm, I've moved back in, um, we've been, I've been back in for about a year, but of course, moving back in to pretty much essentially a brand new house where every wire is new and everything is, you know, 2021 code and everything, but, but, you know, things have to get dialed in. So the hmm. theater didn't get started right away. That was not a priority to other people in the house. But um, now that it has, I finally said, okay, it is time to pull the trigger, stand Finally, back. yes. Yes. So um, the, the room is a, um, I kind of narrowed it. I kind of brought in the walls and I brought, in the, I brought down the ceiling because if you think like an A-frame, an A-frame doesn't have ideal, it's not a rectangle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I narrowed it a little bit, brought the ceiling down a little bit. And what I ended up with is a 17 foot by 25 foot by 11 foot. And it has a 15 inch riser. If you go and um, plug so, those into the room mode calculator, that's just about ideal. I'm, I'm thinking maybe there was yeah. a bit of that going on here. <laughs> it, it's not, it's, it's not bad. It, it ended up pretty, yeah, pretty well. darn good. Yeah. Not a perfect rectangle because there is some a frame left over, but it's okay. It's, it's still, it, it's going to work. It's going to work fine. And just, just to tease people a little bit here, I'm looking at the list here. Like you must've had some good insurance because this is like a who's who of pretty much dream equipment for you know most what? of us home theater enthusiasts. So. Remember what I told you, this is a detached building. So none yeah. of this, not, this whole room didn't get um, covered. Yeah, this wasn't burned down. <laughs> unfortunately, well, I'll kind of say unfortunately, but you know, unfortunately this, uh, this wasn't, um, this had to just be uh, slowly acquired over time. Mm. Um, but but still, I digress. So yeah, I, I have a, um, uh, they're all Focal speakers. It kind of started with, I, I had bought nice. uh, Sopra, Tower Sopras. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, w- I just, I was locked in on those when I demoed them in the, in, at, at, a, um, at an audio place, audio video place out here in Texas. And they looked, they were the white, the piano white versions. They look like stormtroopers with a black neck <laughs> and everything. And, and so my, my wife loved the sound, and I loved that they look like two stormtroopers standing guard. Nice. So uh, they're all full. They, it started out with those Sopras, and it's a 9.4.6 uh, mm-hmm. setup, the Tower Sopras. And those are complemented with the 1000 series in-wall, which are uh, as close to an in-wall that you're going to get to a Focal Sopra. Still got the uh, inverted beryllium tweeters that Focal is so famous for. Right. The, so you got radioactive tweeters going on everywhere. The center, <laughs> toxic, the size. not radioactive, just toxic. You know, just don't, don't crush them up like, and breathe them in. That's all you got to like, worry about. I like It'll to say fun. radioactive. Um, and the rears, Atmos, they're all the 1000 series. Nice. Uh, and then uh, RTJ subwoofers, I have uh, the 18-inch. I have four of those, so two in the front, two in the rear. And then the JVC NZ8, it's actually the, the 3100. Yeah, the reference projector. series over on the JVC Pro side, but it's the equivalent yes, of the NZ8. Yes. And I just got that. Let me brag about that a second. I just <laughs> got that returned. Has anyone, has anyone ever heard of Chris Deering? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll raise your famous, hand. Famous, well, more than a calibrator, but famous for his calibrations. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, I sent that off to him. He just got it back to me the other day, mm-hmm. so I had him. Because he has a studio where he can make your... He, he can mimic your room with the distance mm-hmm. and the exact screen material and everything. So he can, and then you just send him the, the, the projector. So mm-hmm. he's able to mimic your room pretty dang close to the exact thing. Um, so he did that for me, and I just got that back. And I have that in a projector lift by Future Automations. I do have a Mad VR Envy video processor. Did you that send that I, along to Chris Deering at the same time to let him use I that? I, I, asked, I asked him about that, and he said... He, if you had a Lumigen or a Mad VR, it's not really going to matter. What I'm going to do to your projector, the Mad VR is plugged in after that. He knew 
that I had it. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he gave me all the specs and he said, just put it in natural mode. Yeah. You'll, you'll be, you'll be fine. And then I have someone helping me on this end, uh, do the, all the acoustical audio calibration mm-hmm. and, and they will dial in the, the, huh. um, the NV for me. Um, so he knew that ahead of time. So he, he was able to do it. Uh, and then of course this is all complemented and all surrounded by the brains of it. And that's the, uh, Trinov altitude 16. And so that's run that's powering all my, all my audio. And the, uh, I do have amplifiers of, from audio control, uh, Savoy and Avalon are doing that. And my screen is a studio tech. 130 Stuart Studio Tech 130. We know a certain and, man named Carl who's going to be very happy to hear that yeah, you went with yeah, the Studio that's Tech. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, Hi, it's, Carl. It's great. It's a 16 by 9. Uh, I know. Hooray! Like, 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 yes. people, Even with a mad VR envy, this yeah. man hey, I, I'm not, decided I'm not that, that I'm taller not content should be taller. That's amazing. That's right. It's fantastic. I, I didn't mind doing that, and I, I have no problem doing some masking. You know, I can put yeah. some velvet on the top and bottom when I feel necessary. And mm-hmm. My yeah, man exactly. DJ even my man DJ created a uh, a video on how to do that yourself <laughs> and just making your own velvet you're gonna, panels on with that. The, with all of this stuff and no, all I of your gear, have, you're going to make it yes. yourself. <laughs> hey, I got on some of this. I got to say it's DIY. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be my DIY. That would be my claim that I did some of this myself. I'm going to make <laughs> some foam velvet. Everybody will be able to tell because it'll be the one wonky thing in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think then, that's off And then they'll say, and that's why I don't DIY things. <laughs> I'm actually working on another like, yeah, design. Too. It keeps yeah, falling down totally in front of the tell. screen. Is that supposed to happen? <laughs> the, uh, the screen's a 150-inch, so good size, big boy. Um, yeah. I am going to have Kaleidoscape. You know, like I, the, there's three hours where you could talk about Kaleidoscape right there. So I will not. We just we all know it's amazing. Um, <laughs> Apple TV 4K will be my streaming. Uh, I have a uh, Ravon X200, which is just the 4K Blu-ray player. I also do have a Panasonic 820, but that's in my media room in my house. Ah, nice. So still, shout out to Panasonic. They're, they're great as well. Uh, nothing with, nothing <laughs> problem with that. Uh, URC is doing my automation, which is universal remote control. They've been around longer than, I want to mm-hmm. say longer than Control 4 and Trustron. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, Not they, they have all the contracts with yeah. everyone too. And um, so, yeah, they're, they're great. And the people doing the install, that's what they know the most. So I'm like, fine, as long as it's user-friendly and the panels yeah. look great. And yeah, so that'll be good on that. But Acoustics is doing my room treatment as far mm. as uh, all the acoustical panels. And they're, so they're not, uh, so they'll be exposed because they're kind of, they're, they're prettier than just, yeah a foam insulation. They are a, a little bit two. more expensive than some of the, you know, the gig products that we talk sure. about a lot of time, the, uh, the Acoustamac, but you're paying for that little bit uh, higher end finish, the nicer appearance of them. So it, it right. all makes sense. It, it'll kind of make the room look a little teched out. So sure. I'm excited about getting those in because those are sitting in my garage right now. I have <laughs> uh, the, all the, the Philips Hue lighting uh, in, in kind of accent around some, uh, some archways in there and, uh, uh, and then around my... Um, all my stairs have the Philips Hue in as well. And DMF lighting can, or the can lights are DMF. If you've ever, if you don't know anything about DMF, I encourage you to look into those because they're guaranteed to have 1% increment dimming all the way down to huh. 1% without flickering, <laughs> without flickering down to 1%. And that just mm. impressed the heck out of me. So I really like, I, I zoned in on that because I think that's so incredible to, to have that and just make it really nice. Uh, I have the 
Tuscany Ultimate Luxury seats going in. I have a custom couch as the second row behind the mm-hmm. theater seats. And then I have cool That's where Lee's going to lie down sideways. Got to have yes, that couch for Lee. That's how I watch movies is sideways. It's a wonder <laughs> I can hear I surround sound oh. at all. <laughs> I have it ready for you. It's, you know, have a, the pillow's fluffed. And then cool components is I have uh, like three, three of those cooling my, my rack. And I guess my, the audio control... Uh, they're not D's H H amplifier. So I guess they run pretty cool, but just mm-hmm. between components, um, you know, still got to have a little bit of coolness going on in the, actually my whole rack is underneath. It's on the, the garage level. So I won't have to worry oh, wow. about, you know, venting any heat yeah. into my room or noise or anything that can come of that. So, um, you know, the, the, of course the Blu-ray player and things like that will be up in the room, but, uh, but the rack is on a separate room and I think that will be, more convenient than inconvenient, but we'll see because that, that's that's how. If it is, some so. of those Vicoustics uh, panels are still uh, not in, installed, there, make sure your Trinov guy doesn't show up before they're in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to be just as it should be before the calibration's done because we want oh. that dialed in perfectly. So, well, so that's my system. That's go. my story, and I'm just here because DJ invited me, and <laughs> you guys are way above my level, and. I don't think so. I think I'm you have, glad to be here. by a pretty good margin, the most expensive theater out of any of us. DJ would be second oh, yeah. closest, but I don't think it's quite up to that level. So, but the uh, knowledge, yeah. the knowledge you guys have. Oh, come on, my version of Kaleidoscape is called BitTorrent. So, <laughs> hey, I might use that from time to time. Actually, <laughs> once in a it's while, helpful. it's helpful. Do people still use that? Because I feel like oh, yeah. an old guy every time I'm like. Okay, okay, BitTorrent's still used. Okay, because I, oh, I do yeah. use it. I mean, it, oh, okay. yeah, definitely right. still. Have. Okay. So there we are. We've been introduced to our uh, new cast members here for this year. Like, once again, this is uh, Thankful Everywhere all at once. So we want to go through what we're all thankful for this year. We haven't uh, had a chance to talk to Lee in depth. So why don't you start it off, uh, Lee? What are you thankful for this year? Well, if we're starting first, we're just talking about tech stuff, AV stuff, because there's, you know, health would be pretty high up on that sure. list. And having people be healthy, and I'm very thankful that myself, I have no real problems, no physical problems. Yeah, I got some. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my wife is doing so much better now. Everybody's hanging in there, and I like yes. that. Yes, but that is number one for sure. But speaking of tech, uh, uh, it's got to be fiber for me this year. Yeah. Because we finally got symmetrical gigabit fiber <laughs> at our location. They've been teasing us with it for years here, and no data caps. It's making streaming just absolutely magical i don't have to worry about anything uh it even helped my mom she got fiber at her house this year as well even though she got the slower the slower quote unquote slower (laughs) uh 300 megabit per second plan because she didn't need anything more but she's discovered all kinds of cool stuff because now she has a a roku and she found like the little roku channel and like 2d and other things and we got her youtube tv and she's in hog heaven she slowly figured it out uh, and she's off to the races with it. That's so much fun. So fiber's been everything, like e- the audio that I upload to Rob when I'm on with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I, the, the first time I uploaded that audio, which is usually a couple of hundred megabytes, usually I start the upload and I check and see that the bit rate is normal and it's uploading, and then I go do something. But by the time I clicked to see if it was uploading, yeah. <laughs> I thought it wasn't working because it was done. Yeah, it so, helps when I was uh, doing that all from my car. So, yeah, thanks for sending that over quick. <laughs> right? So what oh did you have gosh. and what do you have now? <laughs> what? 
What what speed were you at and what speed are you oh, now? Oh, well, we had Comcast where the upload speed was uh, in the 300. No, the download speed was in the 300 megabit per second range. But upload was capped at 12. Oh, 12 times. In I was 2022. there. 2022. I, I was at 15 for a yes. long time. Yeah. 12. <laughs> not not 12 gigs, 12 megs. Up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, wow. to go from 12 to 950 yeah. is quite the difference. So yeah. fiber's everything. And that, no no data caps either. So the aforementioned program that rhymes with Schmidt-Schmorant uh, has been also <laughs> interesting as well. Or, so, you know, DJ can just hook you up with his connections and get you Kaleidoscape because he'll be downloading those movies in no time. All right. What I mean, I'll take what I can get. Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, but also the other thing I've been very appreciative of just in the past few weeks is uh, listener suggestions for movies for me. Oh. Because I decided a few to several weeks ago, it's time to learn how to watch movies again. I realized that uh, my attention span has degenerated so much that I get mad at three minute TikTok videos. I'm like, oh, it's a long one. Uh, scroll on past that. So like something's got to give. That's not good for your mental health, right? And uh, got some really good uh, suggestions. Uh, I don't know if anybody cares too much, but uh, I know that Daz, who was a listener to uh, uh, AV Rant, mm -hmm. and he became a friend of mine on Facebook, he suggested several. Uh, so I watched uh, The Vast of Night, was a cute little low-budget sci-fi that I enjoyed a lot. He suggested Synchronic. I watched that. Eh, it's all right. Uh, I also <laughs> watched... Uh, I just found on my own a prospect, which is another like sort of low budget sci-fi that was really good. I like that one. Recommend There's a theme here, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tend to like the funky little weird lower budget ones. The bigger blockbuster sci-fis usually I'm rolling my eyes at. Uh, although I did watch Annihilation. That was kind of a bigger budget mm -hmm. big studio. Uh, and I guess uh, the I didn't love it, but, you know, Natalie Portman. Eh. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> But so that's what I've been doing now. I'm, I'm getting excited about movies again. And that's it's been a challenge. I won't say I've watched every one of those all the way through. <laughs> I did take breaks. But I'm oh, oh there. all right. I thought you meant uh, you wait. stopped. Okay. It's a real. This, this is effect. the worst I'm... movie review I've ever heard, by the way. In case you're wondering, <laughs> uh, I didn't watch the movie all the way through, but it was pretty good. No, How no, no. What I mean work? is I didn't watch it in one second. Right. It's in a continuous no. viewing. Yeah, right. No, I watched these movies I mentioned all the way through, just not all at once. <laughs> you totally watched them in three-minute increments like TikTok. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You need watch an editor for your I, movie reviews. That's all I got to say. This just, is, uh, this I didn't think mess. anybody wanted details on these movies. I'm happy to talk about them if you want. I've got opinions, and uh, I can tell you why I liked what I liked. Hey, come tonight. on my show, and we'll talk about it, Lee. Let's do that. That would be the appropriate place to talk exactly. about the details of these movies and what I'm getting into, and maybe why I like these little low-budget efforts yeah, so much. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that would actually be a little, we can talk about lower budget films and what, what constitutes yeah. a good one or a bad one. Uh, so yeah, there's, uh, if anybody wants to hear, I'm happy to talk about it. But also the other thing I'm excited about and thankful for this year is normalizing prices for computer parts. Yeah, it's, I think we can, you know, thank oh, all the cryptocurrencies dying for most yes, of that. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Every <laughs> dollar that, bit, uh, that Bitcoin and Ether drop, I'm just like, yes! <laughs> Destroy well, wealth, yes. finally died, so yeah, we can get back our, our GPUs. Right, so I actually, right. yeah, I got, I've, I've got a pretty good system I'm going to put together. I just, uh, you know, bought stuff that, I, you know, finally I'm going to have a modern system. The one I'm using right now has served me well, and it's actually still quite nice, but it's from 2014. 
time to move well, on. Now you can be a BitTorrent server and just uh, instead of just appear, you know. I, I could with with yeah, <laughs> probably not. Uh, let's not say that. <laughs> no, no, just kidding, folks. Uh, so yeah, DJ, we haven't uh, talked to you too much at all since the beginning of this podcast. So what the heck are you thankful for this year, my man? I wasn't expecting to go next. Um, I am. Believe it or not, what I'm most uh, thankful for, uh, if you guys remember last year, I talked about what I was thankful for was um, uh, IMAX Enhanced being on Disney Plus. Mm. Because what I liked was that I think it's pushing the envelope. Um, And so this year I'm going to follow it up with uh, streaming media. It's just in general, overall, just in general. I'm so (laughs) thankful for it because I think it gets it's going to even as you sit there with a kaleidoscape that you buy a movie for every 10 minutes. What the heck's going on? (laughs) No, because you know why? Because our DJ do for a living that he's got this disposable income. That's what I want to know. That's when I I work for myself. It's called debt. Yeah. No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. Um, No, but, um, no, streaming media is like, and it falls right into, I came up with this before I knew the topic, but it kind of gets into the topic of that, like, where is home theater going? How, you know, what is it? And it's like audio, an audio file didn't start as an audio file. You just started listening and you become an audio file as you educate yourself into what you're supposed to be hearing and through it right or misinform yourself as the case might be but yeah there you go whatever but there's an education (laughs) there nobody is born hearing everything correctly right so streaming media to me if we had something like this back in the 80s when i started in home theater i it's we're getting streaming media right now is getting so close to physical media that it's it's almost negligible Right. I mean, audio has a little bit more to go, which but... shouldn't be the problem. I mean, if we got the bandwidth to do right. 4K HDR video, right. getting us to just just lossless immersive audio really is not going to be the bandwidth right. log that that can, that can't be uh, overcome. So that's but, that's a little bit disappointing. But we'll get there. We'll but get there. think of think of the quality that people are getting just streamed into their homes. And like Lee yeah. said, with getting fiber now, it's like mm. he can stream. He's got no glitches or anything. And Mm-mm. but it. it a lot of the bugs are still being worked out, of course. Like, Tom, you had the issue watching the football game on Amazon and, you know, some TV. There are bugs there, but um, these bugs are minor compared to the bugs that we had called snow and tapes breaking and wearing out and, <laughs> you know, laser discs and all of this other stuff. But streaming media is bringing more and more people into home theater. And that's what I'm thankful for because people, the pandemic alone, they went to streaming media because they couldn't put it in a theater. Right. And what ended up happening is people are talking about building theaters. People are, you know, coming into our world because of this, they want to get more out of their streaming media. And yeah, do did I spot, I had laser disc back in the day. Do I have a kaleidoscape now? Yes. But it doesn't mean that it's like you got to what started you out, what got you going. And it's stuff like this that's getting who knows what the next, you know, best version is going to be. But there are a bunch of people watching stuff now, kids watching streaming media now trying to get the most out of their systems. And someday they'll elevate to the next level if they if they choose like we all did. And uh, that's, you know, I, I just. 
I love that that's what I'm getting. And I get a lot of listeners commenting on that as well, that they don't need a Kaleidoscape because they have an Apple TV 4K or they have NVIDIA Shield and they're streaming everything in and they're happy with their quality. And that's, there's nothing wrong. That's awesome. That's perfect. You're getting everything. It's a great experience and it's not that far off from physical. And it's, it's a great entry to, for home theater fans. So, uh, as far as movies content, uh, mm-hmm. I think my listeners would be, uh, a little upset sight sound scenes dj what's the sight, uh, what's sight the sound scenes, scenes that you're thankful this i year? mean come on with this the it's the movie of the year imagine. uh it's <laughs> top gun maverick and it's it's not only do i love the movie itself i loved it in the theater couldn't wait to see it at home but it is dro- driven droven yeah driven, driven. the home theater market <laughs> i just love to see that face out of tom when i do stuff like that um it has driven the home theater community nuts with their, you know, variable aspect ratio. <laughs> should I have, should I have this screen? Oh, I bought this screen. Oh, I got a, I got a 240 to one screen. This is horrible. Well, nobody told you to buy that. <laughs> it's like. John's doing all right with his 150. Some of us actively told you not to buy it. Exactly. I, and I, it's I like, can't think of anybody now, who would be that person. I have, well, I have reasons I might get one someday, but it would be like if I had a really wide room that isn't very tall and I wanted it to be all screen, I get that. But after the fact, I'm not going to get all upset because somebody, because an artist decided to make something variable or like the title of this show today with, uh, you know, everything everywhere all at once, they've got all three aspects going in that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. utilized very, very well. It's part of the movie. Um, so, but what did Maverick do? It got everybody talking and it got everybody going in. Mad VR jumped right on that with their (laughs) instant change and it's changed the market. And then Lumigen did the same thing and all of this stuff, but it, it created this hubbub, not only about the movie being just a fun blockbuster movie itself, but also what it's done for the tech part of this, of home theater. Um, and it, I mean, just been fun all around. I think 2022 has been a fantastic year for, for home theater. And DJ being DJ, he did watch it streaming. He also watched it mm-hmm. in the theater. He also watched it on Kaleidoscape and probably has the physical disc too. Am I right? Just gave it away. Yeah. I bought it and uh, <laughs> I just gave it away on my show. So yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank well, you. Tom has been enduring all of this for a little while. He's been biting his, his uh, tongue for most of it. So, Tom, why don't you let us know what you're thankful for? We'll turn it around and be all happy. Happy Tom now. Yay! Happy Tom. Let's talk about all the happy things I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for. I, uh, there's a lot to be thankful for in, uh, in home theater in general. Uh, I don't have a specific piece of equipment. You know, I review a lot of stuff for AV Gadgets. Uh, I currently have a short throw projector in for review that I haven't I'm waiting for an HDMI cable to come from Monoprice, believe it or not, so that I can review it. But uh, there's a lot of stuff that I could be thankful for, but I am going to be thankful for something that doesn't exist anymore, and that is the home theater in the box. <laughs> so for many years, uh, in the early part of my career, there was there was this huge trend of having what we call uh, collectively a home theater in the box, which is the mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know five or eventually it was seven speakers and a sub a box that they called a subwoofer <laughs> yes. and sometimes i sometimes love that a, in a sub mm. yeah had to, had to had to had to stop myself there 
And they would have a receiver or some something that you know build itself as sometimes a proprietary. <laughs> Many times proprietary. Not a lot always. of times with DVDs or Blue A players built mm-hmm. into them and other things. Uh, maybe that could be your forever or whatever the heck it is that you're looking for these days, guys. But uh, <laughs> these things have gone the way of the dodo. In fact, uh, I did a search recently, like Best Buy and Newegg and stuff like that, and there's still a couple out there, but they don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a great thing. Now, of course, what <laughs> killed them was sound bars. Sound bars are what everybody wants. Nobody really wants a home theater in a box because they didn't want the wires to begin with. Mm. They wanted surround sound, but right. what they really wanted was just a speaker to go up front, which is why I would walk into people's houses all the time and see a bunch of speakers sitting at the front of the room. I'm like, yep. I'm like well, there's, there's, there's like seven speakers up there. Why are they all in one place? And why is <laughs> that place the, over to the right side of your TV? The longer and, horizontal one is in the bottom left-hand corner of their TV cabinet behind the door. It's like, yeah. how come the voices sound muffled? Well, I've Hard been to, to my out. uncle's house back in the 2000s once when he had five speakers on top of an armoire with a TV in it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And so, I had a lot of explaining I had to do. <laughs> so I'm happy that that has gone the way of the dodo because it does it – does, two things first it gives the customer who are most people out there what they really want which is a single speaker solution that's at the front of the room and they can have what they want and they can realize eventually that it's not what they expected it to be it's not what's (laughs) promised on the tin they did not get the surround sound experience the atmos experience all the other crap that it says on there so they go looking for the step up and there's no more home theaters in the box to buy which is fantastic because they have to actually go and buy a real home theater. They have to buy real speakers <laughs> and real a real receiver, and they have to do a little bit of research and uh, figure this out, which I think is a huge benefit because it takes away that sort of, you know, I don't have to think about this too much. I'm just going to buy this thing that's all together in one big set. Uh, and for me, I think that's a benefit because what we're seeing, at least in my mind, is a lot more people who are interested in it, you know, the pandemic, of course, really uh, motivated this, interested in having better sound at home, have tried the soundbar option, realized that the soundbar option wasn't what they wanted. They wanted something more movie-like, and now they're having to go out there and, and get it, and they're, they're not able to go just buy that single-box solution, which is, again, going to be another disappointment. Uh, it, it gives them, you get to entry level, and then you get... You can actually get someplace good from there. And the key here, I think, more than anything, and Rob and I have talked about this a lot on the AV Ramp podcast, but it's very easy to find reasonably priced, decent speakers and decent subwoofers these days. For a long time, and I mean, even if you're going to go the projection route, projection screens are like cost nothing compared to when I started. When I started, a projection screen was $3,000. Just any size, pick we a size. We were so happy when Karata arrived and, and yeah. brought the prices to under two thousand dollars. That's right. I mean, it was like a, <laughs> it's like a huge deal. So prices have come way down, but the quality, you know, the 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 cutoff point where you go from it, it, it's good to point of diminishing returns has come way 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 down. So you can really get a really decent system for not much more than you would have spent on a home theater in the box. But it's way better, so I'm I'm really happy to see that sort of trend, and it's been all spurned by market forces and what sells and that sort of thing. I mean, home uh, sound bars are insanely expensive these days. 
right? Some it used to be good some, yeah. Are, yeah. a couple hundred bucks, and that's but you couldn't spend more than that unless you try. I mean, you have to really right. you have to go to, to Yamaha and get one of their digital sound projectors, which nobody understood how those work. They were, you know, just a bunch of tweeters, as far as anybody could tell. So, you know, nowadays they have tons of options because people want to spend more money hoping to get something better, but they, you know, they only get so good with a sound bar. So it's really, I think it's really good that uh, those that there's no more home theaters in the box and that we can actually get people into <laughs> real home theaters for a, a pretty reasonable price, I mm-hmm. think. And the second thing I'm going to be thankful for this year is uh, Reddit. And it's because uh, much like uh, the beginning of Star Wars, you have to go through the terrible bar full of unsavory types who are trying to kill you in order to realize your true potential as a <laughs> as a human being and uh i've spent an inordinate amount of time on reddit recently because for av gadgets one of the things i like to do is come up with articles based on people's actual questions and i get that from, from the podcast quite a bit or things rob and i talk about uh or just things i'm i'm thinking about but going on reddit and seeing some of the questions that i'm like there's no way somebody's actually asking this question. Like this question is so off the wall that mm. I cannot believe it. But then you'll see it asked over and over again. And there's people out there who just literally don't know some things that I feel and you would feel and most people listening to this podcast would feel are just common knowledge. So going out there and and finding uh, these actual questions that people need answered and realizing that they're getting Reddit answers, which are either wrong or just mean <laughs> right sometimes yeah. both, yeah. both. <laughs> so uh being able to to go and get like an insight into what people are actually asking without out having to try to go through the forums of abs or some of the other places which is nothing but a, a litany of you know google it or you know use the search or whatever use at least search. now i can go through there and uh and 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 find some really good insight into what people are actually thinking about uh, but I really can't stress enough how how I think it's so important how qu- quality has come up and prices have come down to a point where home theater, you know, to get a good home theater. I mean, I'm not talking about so John's home theater is amazing. He's got all the, the most expensive equipment. You can get a lot <laughs> of that performance for a fraction of that price. And and depending on the room you're in and everything else. And just be amazed, you know, mm-hmm. to get to the point where you no longer want to go to a theater, like a movie mm. theater, because your home theater is so good. That That's not that hard to get anymore. And I think that's that's phenomenal. So that's what I'm thankful for this year. All righty. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to let myself go next year because uh, my, mine's pretty obvious is what I'm thankful for most, which is I, I'm back in my apartment. That's that's very nice. After it was it was 99 days exactly uh, forced out of there. It was a, a burst pipe. So yes, that's why I was commiserating with uh, John's earlier story of a flood. So uh, not not fun times. Not not highly recommended. Uh, it was uh, one method of getting my apartment cleaned, but uh, I don't I don't particularly recommend it. As a, uh, as a great way of doing that. Uh, but in terms of home theater tech, uh, I'm going a little bit possibly surprising for me because I haven't really uh, highly touted these that came out this year, which is QD OLEDs, quantum dot OLEDs. We had the hmm. first um, 55-inch and 65-inch quantum dot OLED TVs available from Samsung and Sony this year. And I, you, if you're listening to AV Rant, it wasn't as though I was recommending them all over the place. Um, you know, 
when you're using them in a lit room, the black doesn't stay quite as black as LG displays W OLED panels. Um, uh, I didn't think that the ever so slightly higher peak brightness and ever so slightly wider, um, you know, color volume was really all that much to, to write home about. But um, what I'm happy to see is just how quickly the technology seems to be progressing. They're already going to have the larger 77-inch screen size coming up next year. The prices came out way lower than anticipated. You know, we were seeing that the 65-inch Samsung was going to be like $8,000 uh, before they actually arrived. And, you know, here it came at 3500 I think, when it, when it first hit uh, the market. You know, so, I mean, uh, just how quickly that technology is going. And it does have some advantages over LG's uh, W OLEDs. Not to mention, this just spurs on LG Display that much more to continue driving their OLED technology forward. And, I mean... When you stack up OLED displays, whether they're Quantum Dot OLEDs or LG's W OLEDs, against the LCD competition, as good as some of the LCDs are out there, uh, and, and again, some amazing stuff that like TCL in particular is managing to do at the price points, it's like not that that OLED is still that touch better. You still get that perfect black, that pixel for pixel perfect contrast, and nothing is really going against that. And then Quantum Dot OLEDs basically completely mitigate any of the fears of burn-in that the W OLEDs uh, honestly never really had. But, you know, it was that, that, that in the back of your mind, it's ever so possible that it might happen one day if you're just really negligent somehow and left a, you know, two pixels on at maximum white brightness the entire time right in the middle of your screen. So happy to see QD OLED advancing so quickly and coming down in price. And I'm looking forward to larger screens next year. I might take some of my insurance money and hold on to it for the OLED that I lost in the flood and be like, maybe a Sony uh, QD OLED might be in my future. I don't know. Can't say for sure. Uh, on the content side, I've talked about this show quite a bit on AV Rant, but I'm going to come at it in a little bit different angle. Uh, Arcane League of Legends, which didn't even come out in 2022, came out at the end of 2021 on Netflix. Uh, but the reason I want to just like... First of all, it's it's the best thing I've watched in years. Uh, I don't know. Has everyone here on this panel watched? I know Tom hasn't watched Arcane yet. I haven't yet. seen it. He no. hasn't watched. DJ hasn't watched it. No. What the heck's going on, man? It's like three two-hour movies. That's that's, that's all Maverick it is. Watched like seventeen times. Give him a break. <laughs> that's I true. Know. You have to watch every <laughs> version. How many times a day? But the reason I wanted to bring it up yet again is just that it has it has reset my mindset of how I'm viewing other content, which doesn't happen very often. I think there are only a handful of like, you know, keystone movies and TV shows that come along every so often that like reset the, your whole stance on like, what is the excuse? That's basically what it comes down to. I'm looking at some of the movies that honestly, some of them are getting pretty high praise. And I'm like, what is the excuse that in your two hour and 40 minute running time, you never got me to care about a single character the way Arcane League of Legends got me to care in, in the first three episodes, not the entire series, in the first three episodes, got me to care and emotionally react to a dozen characters? Like, what's the excuse? The, the, and Arcane follows the rules of good writing. They, they understand structure. They understand how to characterize people with strengths, weaknesses, and quirks, how to introduce them, how to have them all interact. And it's like, it, it reset my bar for like, no, you know what? I don't have to say, oh, that movie was not bad, so it's okay. Like, no, there's no excuse. These, it, they, they spent their time, but they did it in the writing. They did it in the storyboarding. They didn't do this animation as something that couldn't have been shot in real life. They 
they made they they chose all the shot compositions so that a real camera could have had that shot. So what's the excuse of these you know, 300 million, 400 million budget movies that can't make me care about a single character? So it's reset my mindscape, and I'm super thankful for it. And everybody go watch it. So darn good. All right. Okay. So okay. Yeah, I put the rant in AB rant, do I? I, I was just going to say, Tom, uh, he's been hanging out with you too long. I mean, that's the game. He's awfully angry for a Canadian over there. That is well, speaking, getting up there, yeah. Even speaking the ending, of... even the ending when he goes, that's what I'm thankful for. That's what I'm thankful for. And I'm not going to take it anymore. Potatoes. That is hell. It's animated and it's made me animated. Uh, yeah. But speaking but speaking of, uh, of of polite and Canadian, uh, Andrew has been sitting there like a church mouse. If you want to, you know, go into this Canadian stereotype of being uh, overly polite, my goodness, I haven't heard a peep out of you, Andrew. It's time for you to talk and tell us what you've been thankful for this year. Well, I think uh, I'm thankful that uh, Tom has finally broke the brainwashing and has gotten <laughs> me to sell off all of my uh, all of my stuff. Uh, which has now helped me feed my crippling vinyl and VHS addiction. I, I, I'm working on them, guys. I'm working on them. <laughs> I, you know what? It's funny because I, I was always so I was always on the bleeding edge. So when when you know I had my Trinitron and all that stuff, and and the next thing came out, I I had a I had a laser disc player. I remember when I got my first you know DVD player. I I always was getting the next, the next, the next, and I threw everything out because I was like, I'm never going back, and I'm never going back. Uh, and then this year I found myself going back and I got back into records. I got back into to CDs. Um, I got a VCR. I got a whole bunch of my VHS tapes from my mom's place. Um, and you know what? It, it makes me thankful, you know, going back. It makes me thankful for what we have now because, I mean, it was just, I remember back in the 90s, you know, you know, having, you know, a VHS and we just watched the hell out of it or, or having CDs. It just brings me back to that really simple time where everything was centered around my home theater and my stereo gear and the the fun I had as a teenager and a young adult going out and getting stuff. And uh, it's brought me back to that. And, you know, yeah, the, the resolution is horrible on VHS, but it reminds me of... There's resolution on VHS? <laughs> yeah. You just... You, it's, you, you it was just a pixel. Yeah. <laughs> About 240 by 480, yeah. yeah. There's some lines. They're kind of going in between each other. Yeah, yeah, listen, I've got, I've got that Sony VCR auto-tracking. It's amazing. It looks smooth. It's, it's, but oh, it, why do you see one of my JVCs? <laughs> Wait but, until, yes. Coming but, out next year. <laughs> But it does. It makes me thankful, though, for what we have now, because, you know, I, I saw where we were. I see where we are now. Um, and it's 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 great to have that nostalgia and it's great to still have access to that stuff. Um, so I am very thankful for streaming as well. And anybody that that has heard DJ's podcast knows that I am the biggest Star Wars nerd out there. So I'm incredibly thankful for everything that Disney's been doing with Star Wars Um for the most part, with the exception of uh, McClunky, and Rob knows what I'm talking about there. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm so thankful that, because I grew up on Star Wars, so Star Wars was my entire life growing up. I, it was sort of the the one thing I, I attached to. I was never an Indiana Jones fan, never got into that fandom, but Star Wars was always my thing. And to have the quality shows that we're having coming out every single week um that are just blowing my mind every single week the mandalorian book of boba fett 
Uh, I haven't watched Andor yet. I told DJ. Whoa, you, Andrew hasn't watched that. No, I was just gonna nope. like. Wow. Good thing I didn't say anything, nope, dude. My, you are I, in for a treat. Holy so, cow, are you I, in for a I treat? I haven't finished it yet either. No I, spoilers. No, I'm no, gonna. No. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch it all at once. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a, a weekend and I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch it all at once. Definitely watch at least the first three together. Like yeah, a movie, I have. Because yeah, I'd stop after just yeah. one. <laughs> no, I, I actually did watch the first three and then I said, okay, I'm gonna stop there and I'm go. gonna. I'm gonna watch the the rest all together. Um, and I've stayed spoiler free. So. So I am very thankful for that, um, for all the, the quality content um, that's out there for Star Wars. And I guess lastly, I am thankful for for Tom taking me under his wing and, you know, teaching me a whole bunch. Um, you know, being an enthusiast, you think you know stuff. And, you know, I too lurked the Reddit uh, subreddit for, for home theater. And you do see quite a bit of uh, <clears throat> advice. I use that term loosely being given out. Um <laughs> And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's interesting now, now that I'm on the other side and I'm learning more and I've have to put out content that is being scrutinized by people. Mm. Um, and that actually has to have some accuracy. So <laughs> I've, I've learned a lot, um, you know, and I've, I've had a lot of my preconceived notions, um, you know, really challenged. Um, so that's been a fun thing because, you know, you know, I remember I wrote one article and, uh, it was very, very, you know, I don't know how I want to say this, but it was very um, stereophile type of, you know, when Tom writes me back and says, did you, did you really hear that? Or did you, did you think you hear that? And, you know, he really made me uh, challenge my, my notion. So I've, I've dialed that back quite a bit. I'm, I'm not quite as jaded and cynical as him, but I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> no one is. 20 years, my dude. <laughs> do this, do this for 20 years and see, see how that, you, that see is how the fun part of, of being into this and, and podcasting for this log and everything. It's like the, the longer we go, the less certain I become of anything that I talk about. It's uh what's, what's your support for that argument? I'm like, you know what? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm not, not sure I have a great answer for that right now, but uh, I, I'm sitting here just, just shaken to my core that Andrew hasn't, finished Andor. i don't know how to recover from that um it, it's you know, I, it's it's taken all my willpower not to sit down and watch it weekly but <laughs> i you know i thought i'm gonna do this i'm gonna watch it all at once and i want to experience it all at once because i found when i when i watched obi-wan as a series without mm-hmm, too many mm-hmm. breaks i found it was more cohesive because it was yeah. one to the next to the next so i didn't miss as much so i'm gonna sit down i think it's 12 episodes so I got a, a good weekend ahead of me yeah boy andrew's uh, attention span is the opposite of mine isn't it <laughs> like the thought of like binging all that in one week and i couldn't possibly three I minutes at a time lee three minutes right. at a time three minute bite-sized chunks yeah but i can only do it for star wars if it's anything else i have to stop okay <laughs> yeah. all right all right Fair well john why don't you bring us home on our what we've been thankful for this year in home theater section of this podcast well i'm still building mine right so if we're going to uh, <laughs> talk about no it's going to be amazing it better it better be amazing. It's not. I'm blaming DJ. You deserve for it to be amazing, so <laughs> yes. it will be. That's uh, everybody pitch. else blames me. <laughs> yeah, but so, so you know, it's, it's not it's not built yet. But um, home theater related, I, I just I'm going to address it again. Having the detached building, um, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't by chance. I mean, I, I went out looking for it, but it, you know but, that it, that it worked out that I got the detached building for that is just like out of everything it's going to make that experience just so much enhanced of what i can get away with mm-hmm. um you're I think. telling me you wouldn't trade it for a 10 foot by 12 foot den like what, no. what are you talking about <laughs> not, 
Probably not. Probably not. I, you know, I don't know, man. I'm in Vancouver area. You're in Texas. My my den probably costs as much as that detached building. So I believe you know, that's it. how it goes over here. <laughs> I believe it. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, the detached building, and then the wife that is letting me do it. I mean, uh, summarized into one sentence, she said, "Just do it, and don't tell me about it." <laughs> that's yep. a pretty. That's a pretty big window of like, alrighty <laughs> then. Um, but she wants to enjoy it. She's, she's looking forward to it. She's very excited. She's excited. Um, so, so the, the wife and having the detached, uh, freedom, the sandbox mm -hmm. just to kind of, to create, um, uh, I also just the community that I've, uh, sought out for along the way, because <laughs> there's not a lot of us out there unless, I mean, thank goodness for the internet, right. Uh, where we can mm. all find each other. Cause yeah. dang, I like, all my neighbors, most of my, I mean, almost all my friends, sure, they want to watch a movie, but they are just not into this stuff. Mm, Five yeah. minutes in and their eyes just glaze over and they don't want to, <laughs> they're like, whatever, just push play, I, whatever, you know. So it's, it's, it's fun to get in a community of guys, even though uh, there are a lot of intense engineering nerds that are <laughs> not nice, but, they're, <laughs> but that's complimented with and that's made up for with uh good good guys like like we have we have here an engineer and lacking tact vocally i've never, never heard weird. of such a thing john i don't know right. talking right. nonsense right. Talking about. They're, they're they're just they're so smart <laughs> that they're almost too smart and that's that mm. you know and that, that 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 can have a lot of uh um anti-social properties <laughs> a lot of the time not always of course um but yeah just the community and kind of what i've sought out what i've tried to find and um, I went to, are you familiar with M-Wave? It's, it's a youth man, Michael Stevens. He kind of created it with a, a friend of his. So I went up to that. That was in Kansas City. So it was mm. not that far to go to that. And so I met people up there and we did some home tours. And I got to mm -hmm. see some of, some of this before I created my own theater. And uh, so, again, just getting together with a group of guys and doing some blind tests and learning about the Mad VR and looking at the different projectors and all that. So I was developed develop that community there. Obviously, uh, well, and then Cedia, Cedia was here in Texas and Dallas, so that was wonderful. Because next year I think it's in Colorado, so um, so that was neat to again go to and learn and talk to people and just see the all the electronics and just the the whole industry and and just me from an outsider who is not you know I'm not a I'm not an integrator and I'm not a vendor. I just wanted to go and experience it. So that was again, a good way to, to connect there. And then of course, just meeting DJ, meeting the people, um, in, in the community that, that he's developed, um, again, is just, so the, the community, uh, also is just really fun. And I have enjoyed that along the way for sure. And I, you know, without a risk of, I don't know if there's rules sounding like a commercial, uh, I didn't do this all on my own. Um, I, I, ha I, I hired a company that's based out of Dallas and they're kind of big in the, the public eye. And, uh, you know, you can bleep it out if, if, if you're not supposed to say anything. Eh. But it's called, no, it's called Dream Media. They have sure. a big social following on Facebook and YouTube. Dream Media is the company that I use to help design my theater and hold my hand along the way. And, you know, what, what kind of, what, what should I do with this? And I'm thinking about three, three of these different, you know, amplifiers or, you know, what kind of acoustics. So they really have held my hand along the way. And, help me to, you know, smooth my rough edges and kind of see what I want. And, and so Dream Media has really 
helped me. I would I would have I would have spent twice as much if you can hmm. believe it. If I was trying yeah. to do this all on my own, it would just be it would just be stupid. I would make so many mistakes, and sometimes those <laughs> mistakes are good. But if you count the time put in, if you pay yourself for your time, that can time, definitely be a factor. That is, the time that is and the backtracking, if I had tried to do all this on my right. own, would have been tragic. So, um, and, I, and I'd still, I, I'd be, I'd be too, you know, I'd be a fifth of the way into this project where really I'm looking to wrap this up and have it functioning by mid-December. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be that far along. And um, the last thing that, that I wrote down, which is kind of funny, because I knew I knew a, I knew DJ I knew DJ was gonna say uh, Top Gun Maverick. Um, <laughs> I put down my last thing that I'm thankful for is sounds so bad. I put Tom Cruise, and that sounds so horrible. <laughs> Dude loves movies, man. You don't if, have to be embarrassed yeah, about that. If, no, if my wife heard me say that, because she's like, "You love Tom Cruise." Because we I was talking about movies the other day and introducing my my son to like, "Hey, we should see a few good men." And then the next movie, I'm like, "Dad, what else should we watch?" And like, you know, I'd come up with. You know, we should watch Top Gun, and then oh, Brendan, have you have you seen have you seen the Mission Impossible movies? Mm-hmm. And my wife looked at me like, "You have a thing for Tom Cruise, don't you?" I said, "No, <laughs> don't thought, we all? Maybe I do. Maybe, maybe I just do. like to see a man of my height run really fast. Very <laughs> a lot of exertion <laughs> and effort. <laughs> yes, that's but, what you like. But you know what? Having said all that, yes, okay, I have a thing for Tom Cruise, man crush, but his passion." Yeah. Is what made now, of course, he wasn't the only producer. Jerry Bruckheimer and a team of producers made Maverick what it is. But he made that, you know, as you know, one of the exec well, I don't know if he was even the executive producer, Jerry Bruckheimer and that that team, right? They they mm-hmm. made that what it was and not being scared, unapologetically making making it a top gun movie in twenty twenty two and not being scared to make top gun what it was when a lot of the movies today are kind of annoying for one reason or another. And he just, he said, I am going to make this eighties movie on steroids. Hmm. And he so leaned that was into cool it. That he leaned into it and played into it and it paid off for him. And yeah. So, so in some, yes, Tom Cruise, thank you. We, we thank you. 2022. <laughs> thanks you. Uh, what an amazing year besides Dune. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Top gun yeah. Maverick is just stellar and it's because of him and his team. So, Welcome back to the movies. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So we had uh, written down a couple of uh, roundtable topics we could get to, but we're trying to keep this at a reasonable running time so that uh, Tom doesn't turn into a pumpkin pie and DJ is, you know, able to keep looking at the screen without too much physical pain. So uh, I'm going to win the unofficial bet I had behind the scenes with DJ because there's no way we're doing two individual roundtable topics at this point. I'm just going to distill it down. And really quickly, I just wanted to get everyone's quick input we are all undoubtedly thankful for our home theaters. We'd love to see anybody with a passing interest in watching TV and movies or listening to music in really good quality at home to be able to have their own home theater, whatever form that might take from the the least expensive setup to the most expensive setup, whatever it is, wherever you fall budget-wise, we don't care. We just want to be able to welcome more people to this community, have people be happy with the experiences that they're having at home. That's really what all of us here are about and what we're all excited about. But I just kind of want to get everybody's taste of 
like state of the union what do we think is the the state of home theater today how are we feeling about it are we optimistic about it are there things that we think need to be corrected just out in the home theater world as a whole general how are we feeling about it uh why don't we just go to andrew first we didn't talk to him that long ago but uh, i always feel like you know i'm looking at that blank screen and he's so darn quiet in the background so <laughs> what just what's our overall take on where is home theater today uh, well, I, I still see a lot of a lot of gatekeeping mm. uh, in the home theater, and I think it's because you know there, you have a lot of people that say that you can't have a home theater unless it's perfect. So you have to have <laughs> you know the the perfect positioning. You have to have the the perfect you know um, you have to have the perfect panel. You have to have the perfect sound. Mm. And I, I didn't start there at all. I started with um, well, I started VHS. with you, well, I did, but I started when I got back into it. I started with used speakers. Um, you know, I started small, I knew I couldn't have everything I want. So I got some used speakers. I got a refurbished, um, AVR, you know, everything I had was, was used. And then I slowly started to upgrade as I, as I, you know, could, but I found that there was a lot of, a lot of gatekeeping that, you know, when I would ask a question on one of these forums, you know, it would be, you know, well, you can't do that because you don't have, you know, the perfect placement. So it would really discourage me from doing that. Mm. Um, so that discouraged me a bit. And then, you know, I found you guys and ironically, I found you guys on Reddit uh, because I had asked about, cause I'm a, a huge podcast person. So I said, are there any, any AV podcasts that you guys recommend? And someone said, listen to these guys, uh, AV rant. And that's sort of how I started. And that's where I kind of got my, my, um, you know, everything kind of turned around because, you know, you were like, all right, so you don't have the perfect setup, but let's make it the best we can for you folks. So you have this much for a television. Well, okay, so you can't afford OLED. So let's go with this one. This is the best one you can get for your dollar. So mm. I, I think that I, I'm seeing a reversal of that. I'm seeing more and more positive things coming out where it's fighting some of that negativity and you're seeing the gatekeeping going away a bit. You're always going to have it, um, but I'm seeing it more accessible with some of the podcasts you're seeing coming out there that are saying, let's get out, let's enjoy this. Let's make the most of the spaces we have. Let's not worry about perfection. Let's try and get the best we can for your dollar, but but let's not discourage you from getting in there. And so, you know, I went from feeling pretty negative about it to to fairly positive about it. And again, writing has helped me because my entire my entire slant is writing for the beginner because I still feel like I'm the beginner in this whole thing. So I write everything for the beginner to say, okay, here's what you absolutely need. Here's how you can make this thing, you know, better. Does this really matter? No, it probably doesn't. Um, so yeah, so I, I think we're seeing it getting better. Um, you're, and I, I keep saying this, you're always going to have negativity, but I'm seeing more positives come out of this. And now that you have more people getting into home theater through the pandemic, there are more people that are saying, you know what, I'm really enjoying this. And there's more voices getting together collectively and not being negative. Very nice. Uh, Lee, how about you? What's your take? Where do you see it's, home theater these days? It's related to what Andrew said and a little bit related to what Tom said a little while ago about sound bars. Mm. That I'm always very interested in, can I get people to get into this, to mm. enjoy movies more? And when you're in this world of audio, video, and home theater, you lose perspective sometimes about just what large percentage of the population has no idea. Yeah. Anything they, they just have a TV. So many people just have a TV. And if I can just get somebody to at least get a soundbar, it used to be the home theater in a box. At least do that. I'll help you run the wires, you know, but at <laughs> least get a soundbar with the little separate, I won't even call it a woofer base unit 
uh, that, that if I can just get somebody into that, because so many people just they they don't get the audio side of it. Lots of people are getting into bigger and better TVs because that's mm-hmm. getting cheaper and it's more common. You can go to Best Buy for six hundred dollars, get a pretty amazing sixty five inch or even right. bigger TV. Uh, but it's the audio. And uh, I, I get frustrated because <laughs> of all of our friends and family whose homes we go to, I can only think of one who <laughs> also has what you would call a home theater with like really good speakers and a subwoofer mm. and a nice television that it all works together because audio is half the experience when you're watching a movie. So uh, the, 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 the state of the uh, home theater world is good, but it's we, we still need to figure out a way to bust people out of that paradigm of just a television. Mm. And I hope it's sound bars. There is a taste of good sound in some <laughs> sound bars, even a cheap one. I mentioned my mom earlier in the podcast and that's one of the last, that was last year's gift was a sound bar and little bass unit. Cause her little home theater in a box broke mm-hmm. and she loves it, loves it. And she, the, she got confused one time it changed inputs on her and the sound wasn't, it was the end of the world. Like she's yeah. she got to get her good sound back. But once yeah. you get into it and you get a taste of it and you realize how important the sound is. So that that's what I'm focusing on is just mm. can I get people who only have a TV to at least get something? Even if you go to a, a pawn shop, buy a stereo receiver <laughs> and just get a 2.1 system, something. Let, let's get you into good sound. So that, that's that's what I'm focusing on probably in the coming years, getting more of my friends and family to go get things. Get That'd be this. nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to piggyback right off the back of that because I had a, a pretty similar thought, which is that I think the I think on the video side of things, we're in a really good place right mm-hmm. now. Like we've got like TCL six series, 85 inch TV is down to eighteen hundred dollars for Black Friday. Like that's an 85 inch yeah. darn good mini LED backlit full array local dimming. Beautiful supports every flavor of HDR television for eighteen hundred bucks for eighty five inch screen size. Like that's getting into hey, that's that's proper movie watching if you're you know sitting at a eight foot distance, you know. And then sticking with TCL, you know, they got their ninety eight inch, which is down to five thousand dollars now. Who thought you could get a ninety eight inch flat panel again, mini LED, full array local dimming, all the flavors of HDR? Five thousand dollars is not chump change, but my goodness, is it no mm. longer twenty thousand dollars? You know, this is now within the realm of yeah, maybe I could save up and get myself a ninety-eight inch flat panel. Does it fit through a normal front door? This is probably the biggest yeah. problem by now. You know, I've got to take that thing up a flight of stairs. That's going to be an issue. Mm. Uh, but I, you know, I'm I'm thinking on the video side, we're in in good shape. The ultra short throw projectors again might sound surprising coming from me, but like I. I see the tremendous value that they're offering now. And again, we're talking with a proper ambient light rejecting ultra short throw screen combined with, you know, $3,3500 for these laser, triple laser ultra short throw projectors. Like, are you going to have the inky black level of an OLED or even a full array local dimming LCD? Well, no, you know, not even in the pitch black or with the ultra short throw screen, but there's something to be said for 120 inches just sitting there that you can actually, you know, watch a football game and have it look really darn good even with some lights on like that's something we just didn't have at that price point before and i think we're in good shape there on the audio side i'm almost seeing like the two strata you know like a stratification is my personal viewpoint of at least what i'm seeing in terms of products that are being announced because it seems like on the high end it's getting more expensive we're not seeing the like really top tier uh, components being put into new but affordable speakers. These speakers are 
coming out. They're really nice components. I'm sure they sound fantastic. They look fantastic, but they're getting like really pricey. And then on the bottom end, like I love seeing Monoprice bringing out like ever less expensive monolith speakers that still measure really well, but I can't exactly say the aesthetics are winning any awards. They're very plain black boxes. And it's like, there's like Yamo that looks kind of nice in the very affordable range. And then there's Monoprice that's very affordable, but not terribly good looking. And I'm like, where are the good looking, compact, nobody's going to complain about their looks, still good performers at the low end. And then where's all the middle gone? That's that's almost where I'm feeling in terms of speakers. But when it comes to sound bars, I'm not a big fan. I'm going to hand this off to Tom because I'm going to prompt him with something that I think he might have talked was going to maybe talk about, which is like the self-powered speakers and nicer versions of them. And it's like maybe that's the next step. You go sound bar, you want even better. Now you've got some really nice self-powered speaker versions. Tom? Right. So, you know, I, of course, you know, we all kind of agree what's going on with the home, uh, with home theater and, and TVs and stuff is, is generally been going in the pretty good direction. Mm -hmm. uh, TVs are finally getting to the point where uh, those gatekeepers that Andrew was talking about um, who want to keep people out will can no longer say, oh, you can't have, uh, it's not a home theater because you don't have a projector. It's like, mm. I got a 98 inch or 95 inch. <laughs> flat panel dude shut up it's big enough it's big enough it is as big as your stupid screen it's big enough so you know we're seeing a good direction here i do like and, and prices have been kind of wonky on this though there are some good options out there uh the the, the self-powered speakers and i think that that's sort of like the intermediate step for people who yeah. want to go past the sound bar but can't fathom having you know placing speakers around their room uh and it's just something that people have to get over, unfortunately. And it's uh, it's just physics. You know, you have to have <laughs> you, you have to have a speaker behind you to have the sound come from behind you. I don't care what phase tricks or bouncing around the room tricks they try <laughs> to use. Nothing beats having a physical speaker there. But sometimes they just want to have better sound, and yeah. the sound bar is not doing it. So they go for the self-powered speakers. And we're seeing Kef release some really yeah. good but quite expensive models. Sure. But we're seeing other stuff come out too. Like Fluence is, has introduced quite a few yeah. self-powered speakers that are reasonably repriced. I mean, they're not small, but you know, they're bookshelf speakers. And I think people are okay with that once they get past the fact that they're having to get over the soundbar thing. It's well, having the to convenience to too, right? Like having yeah. the HDMI input on them, having all the streaming services built into them. Like yeah. it's it's putting it all in that one package with one plug. Yeah, that's right. I like that. Yeah, plug it all into your, you know, directly into your TV, and all you need is a power plug up there. So now you, you know you're one step closer to have a full home theater system. And I, you know, I, for a long time, the only self-powered speakers that were out there were computer monitors, yeah, of any kind. And we're now really starting to see uh, more options in this direction. I think it's a really good direction for home theater to go. Yeah, Klipsch, SVS, they're in there too with those types of designs. So yeah, yeah I like to see that. John, uh, how about you? Where, where are you seeing the, the state of home theater? I mean, you're, you're right in the thick of it. Yours is being <laughs> built and you're, you know, uh, at a more expensive, point, uh, exp uh, expensive price point than I am. But I think you're going through a lot of the same research and, and seeing the same trends. So, so what's your take on it? Right. Well, ha having come just from uh, Cedia, and when I was at M-Wave, which was up in uh, Kansas City, uh, one of the people that was up there was uh, FOMO. Um, I want to say FOMO. 
Um, well, that's his channel. That's how out. everybody knows him on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so he, uh, he was there and I was, I was talking to him and then, you know, and talking to people at CD, I'm like, you know, what, cause you know, at CD they had, you know, the Samsung, the wall. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how big that was. It was the size of a wall. I forget. <laughs> and then, and then they had one that was on the other side of the wall was like <laughs> the mini wall. And it's like, you know, and so that's, that's the, the micro led technology mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and they're $250,000 to, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say till $800,000, but even that it, you can make them even bigger than that. So you can make them, you know, three times as big as what they show as the wall. Um, but so I was talking to him about, you know, just that, that technology and where, how do, where do you see this happiness? So we were talking about how he's even, um, cause you know, he's very knowledgeable with, uh, with TVs, the ins mm-hmm. and outs and just very techie with that. And he, he said, he's even seen some now that the next thing, like, cause yeah, how do you go bigger? How do you get a 110 <laughs> inch TV into a house through a door around a corner? And he said, they're coming up with flexible screens mm-hmm. like really flexible and they're not here still developing the technology strong in um in japan um but that that's kind of the next phase and of course that's going to be ridiculously expensive because it's new tech but when we see things like the walls come from half a million dollars down to two hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. it's still way far away from 150 inch you know, screen that you would put in for a, a projector and you could get for say 10,000, you know, a, a projector and a screen. I mean, you get it for less than that, right? You, you could get a screen and a projector at 150 inch at $5,000 or maybe sure. $4,000 with a short throw. Um, but uh, if we're talking about, you know, the perfect blacks and everything of, mm-hmm. of an OLED or... And just or in case anybody LED. somehow isn't familiar, we should mention that the wall is a modular display. It's, it's yeah. almost like a series of... panels. Yeah, Legos, 23 right, or 27 inch tablets, basically, right. that have no frames on them. So they all just stick together. And uh, if you get really you close, you can see a little bit of the seams. But from normal viewing distance, you, it just looks like one right. contiguous display. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's new tech. Uh, but having said all that, that these, these, these new TVs, I'm excited to just see how these flexible TVs mm. and roll-up TVs yep. could come into play when the price point comes down. We might not even need our projectors anymore, that, <laughs> and they aren't going to radiate some significant heat, which the wall, it's... Yeah, it gets can, toasty. You can, I mean, especially in a room, and if you're watching a three-hour movie, it's going to affect the temperature of the room. Yeah. But yeah, you don't just need the panel. You need a, a pony panel on your electrical panel to, to get, put that thing in there. Right. So uh, I'm just excited to see what's going to happen. Like how far are we away where we can ditch, ditch the projector and the 160 inch screen and, and go to, you know, uh, an equivalent OLED. I'm going to say OLED, but it won't be called an OLED at that point, mm-hmm. a micro LED, you know, 10th generation where mm-hmm. we could have a 150 inch with the perfect black because it's it's common but yeah. i'm excited to see what that's going to look like you know and, and the price come down cool cool well dj bring us home what's going on all right uh state of home theater i think is pretty much as right where it's been it's i hmm. really think that it's like you think back to when when we started 
um, talking to Andrew, we're t- we started with VHS, right? And and you go back to those days in Frankenstein systems that Tom and I talked about the first time he was on. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> Lee's showing proudly. his TDK. And it's like, what did we do back then? It's like, as home theater enthusiasts, we... What are you doing we, with those? We threw our, our systems together. <laughs> How did you find one that quickly? He's in his den area. Oh my yeah, goodness. look at him okay. all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, Lee is where home theater was. You're right about that, DJ. Right. That's exactly. <laughs> Cassette tapes. Um, but we all right here, ready to go. There you go. <laughs> the next great so, comeback. So <clears throat> that was good. So we built those systems. We, I mean, we started with the crappiest of displays. I mean, back then, if you could get to 32 inches. You were a 32-inch screen. That was a display. That was your home theater. That was considered a home theater screen. And now we're talking, I mean, the stuff that everybody here has been talking about, 98 inches for Mm $5,000. Or not only that, you can get a 65-inch for like 200 bucks, right? I mean, and people ask me, what should I get for a display? Like, what's your budget? I don't, you know, and that's it. And I'm like, here, get the biggest that you can get. (laughs) <laughs> when you're starting when you're starting yeah. out right for a flat panel yeah for for anything when you're get when you get going in this just start out and then you're gonna learn as you go and i think that's what people are doing as far as like i i almost i almost like i felt bad for you lee when you're saying like you want to get people into it and yeah i've been yeah. there and I, i've been there in other hobbies as well where you just, we just have so much passion for it that we want others to feel that um, I've stopped doing that. I, I've had I, to learn when to give up. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, <laughs> it's just like, tough. So, you know, sometimes it is you're just not going to make progress. It is. And it's like, what I've found is over the years is when people, more and more people, and this, I don't do those forums anymore. I don't do Reddit. And I, I, I'll go there every now and then, like I'll see Tom will mention something on the, on the show. And I'll be like, Oh, I got to go back there and check these out. And I go there for the comic relief. Because it is filled with people that are passionate, but their their knowledge is misguided, and it's and they're trying to get people. They're trying to they they were doing what like you were saying, Lee is like I want to get people to the to this system, and I want to get them to. I'm like, <laughs> it's either there or it's not, and it's like right, you, right. think about something that you don't like that every that somebody else does like and no matter what they say to you they're not going to get you to do it i can't you know what i mean and that gasoline cars how about that there you go right it's like and (laughs) yeah yeah it's time to start wrapping up tom's going to explode i did that just for tom yeah (laughs) but it was time for him to get a higher heart rate just now Uh, so uh, i think i think home theater's doing well i think it's doing as it's a niche thing and I think it's growing. I think our podcasts are helping uh, bring people together that are like-minded. Um, mm. You guys have been educating for years and years, and you're you're a product. Your opinions on things are a product of that. It's like you've you've been helping people grow their systems for so long, and now people are getting better systems, and that that's part of what this hobby is all about. It's nobody wants to stay like stagnant you're always looking for the next best thing. And that's what we're talking about here is we're just like, Oh, what are we seeing next? What do 
you're Rob, you're looking forward to those new TVs and it's like, and Tom's mm-hmm. like happy that we're not doing home theater in the box. And what are we all talking about every single time? It's the evolution. And mm-hmm. I think it's always evolving. It always will be. And now like, you know, John said earlier, the community, it's just, it's, we we've cultivated this community into people that are as passionate, but, but not as misguided. Right. We don't know everything. Nobody knows There's everything. There's no chance of that. But we all respect everybody else's opinions. And I think that that's what's a lot I'll of fun. Speak for yourself, but go on. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, well put, DJ. Yeah. And we want to welcome more people into it. And uh, yeah, we, we have gone over the allotted time that we set for ourselves but i think we managed just fine and uh yeah this has still been... early for my show yeah hey, that's DJ, right that's DJ. right yeah no hey, dj not I, even uh, hitting we... the two-hour club <laughs> we've gone 20. i've been on enough of, of dj's uh this is like we're not even at the, the midway point here no uh dj i'm just, just real quick you know lee likes these uh lower budget sci-fi movies should we tell him <laughs> Mm-hmm. Have oh, should we tell him, DJ? Yeah, tell me what I need to know. Have you I'm seen ready this to one? make notes. I've go ahead, go ahead, tell him. Uh, what? Uh, oh, the P, I forget the name of it. Predestination <laughs> with Ethan Hawke. Destination. Okay, okay. <laughs> Have you seen like, that? Has Lee, anybody seen this movie? <laughs> when was that? How old a movie is that? 2014. Mm. 2014. Okay, yeah, so. I, I'm I, I won't I won't tell you anything other than no, I don't want to know a thing well, good or bad I don't, <laughs> no. that you're makes it like, fun I'll go watch going, one if it's terrible I don't care it sounds great you're gonna like it all right yeah doke yeah <laughs> has well, anybody folks, else here seen that nope go watch I hadn't even guys. heard of it I'm gonna wow. look that up you right, gotta check right it out. now after this podcast Andrew I don't know I it sounds familiar I'm sure I watched it you're gonna watch it and then you're gonna watch it again yeah you are really quick <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Well, we have been thankful everywhere all at once for yet another year. Uh, been a fun, fun time here. Before we wrap up completely, uh, if folks want to get in touch with us, want to let them know how to do that. Uh, Tom, why don't you let folks know how to get in touch with the AV Rant crew? Well, of course, you can go to avrant.com and uh, find our podcast there. Uh, we're also available on Facebook at facebook.com slash avrantpodcast and youtube.com slash avrant. YouTube. Uh, we record our uh, sessions, Rob and I. It's really the only reason we're putting it up there is because it's convenient to do so. So if you like to see the pictures as we are talking about people's theaters, because all we do is answer home theater uh, questions from our listeners about equipment or setup or placement and all those other things. So we will mention that we're looking at pictures or we're examining pictures. You can follow along uh, if you go to our show notes. Uh, you'll find the Flickr album to follow along. But if you don't want to have to do that manually, just go to youtube.com slash avrant where uh, our YouTube videos will have the pictures along with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to contact us directly, it's rob at avrant.com. My Twitter, is, uh, we don't do Twitter anymore. So it's <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my uh, email is tom at avrant.com. Yeah, I'll just piggyback on there. I'm trying to encourage uh, folks to give uh, Hive a try. Hive Social, 
which uh, seems like the the most Twitter like, except that uh, you know it, it's, it's going through growing pains and all that. They got a gazillion people signing up all at once. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm at first reflect everywhere at first reflect f i r s t r e f l e c t. So wherever whatever social media you're on, give that a search, and if I'm there, you'll find me because I try to reserve that handle everywhere. So that's an easy way to get in touch with Rob. Uh, how about Lee, uh, our other member of our AV yeah. Rant recording crew? Sometimes I'm still hanging on Twitter for now. Okay. I'm gonna create an account on these other things because i like to be everywhere but see i gotta come up with a clever name right that yeah. gets difficult i'm lee over tweet on mm-hmm. twitter so that's yeah. kind of fun and now i've got to figure out what i'm gonna be what do you what am i gonna be lee over toot on mastodon it makes no sense right? <laughs> am i gonna be I, well what was the suggestion from uh dj I mean, told buzz. me to be, it seems uh, like we're going lee with hive. buzzes for hive to lee yeah. hive on hive oh, yeah, lee. Yeah. lee hive sounds buzz. like beehive yeah yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah but i should be lee over hive i don't know it's just too much <laughs> why, thinking why do so we I'm keep just... having him on our podcast i, I mean, don't know why like it's almost ten years jokes? now. These are the jokes. <laughs> and how brings? does he? How does he not have a Lee at avrant.com uh, email address? For real? Ask Andrew the why I never finished setting up the Andrew at AV Gadgets email that I should have <laughs> set up for him. I had it. I mean, I think we had it halfway done, and I forgot about it. So. I should get the AV Rant Gold Watch by now. I don't know. I, I, I don't, at least should get the email address. Look, look at my look at this watch that I'm mm. wearing here. You no. see that? That is, is that <laughs> smiley that is, faces. This is from a climbing competition that was at in <laughs> alabama where i was not visiting lee thank uh, you very which is much a little upsetting a little bit upsetting mention of andrew there andrew used to be on twitter i couldn't dm him anymore to even organize this uh get together podcast because it seems like he's skedaddle off of that service which i don't blame you andrew uh but is there a way for people to get in touch with you uh not really uh, <laughs> if you if you need to get a hold of you, i i pretty much say off socials completely what's uh, your phone number andrew if you do need to find any of my stuff you can just look up my name on av gadgets and i'll come up as a contributing uh author and it'll show all my pieces and um, I think that we we are working on getting a, a, an email I'm through you a test email to see if it works. Nah. <laughs> I need to be able to talk to him. We got to talk about VHS. Uh, I'll I'll email you my personal Lee. All right, let's do that. Yeah. That'll right. work. No. So if you need to get in contact with uh, Andrew until I get his, it, it will someday be Andrew at avgadgets.com when I finish it. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, email addresses just can't be set up. This is not a technology we've this developed is, yet. This is highly not, experimental. I, mean, I, I, I set up home theaters. I don't set up email addresses. <laughs> Actually, uh, but I just got your email, just Tom. Just CC me at Tom at avgadgets, and I'll make sure that Andrew gets the information. <laughs> Well, uh, DJ, why don't you let folks know all about uh, Brightside Home Theater Podcast in case they aren't already familiar and the contact info over there. Uh, you can find all the links to YouTube, uh, all the other ones, all the other um, podcast platforms at my website, brightsidehometheater.com. Uh, I am still on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Hive. I'm on Mastodon. I've joined, same thing, ju- same as yeah. Rob, jumped over. Um, get your handle. That's all it's really Get your about. handle and everything is at, you know, Brightside HT. Uh, okay. So, and, uh, but yeah, still sticking around on Twitter because that seems to be where everybody is for the most part. Um, the, all the other ones are like that scene in everything everywhere all at once of the two rocks talking to each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> all all i can ever think with twitter is the line from josie and the pussycats where she's just uh not, the villain is whining yeah. she's just like everybody's already here yeah well that's what every that's that's pretty much what twitter is everything everywhere all at once and then all the other ones are that rock those rocks 
and it's yep. pretty much just that's the you know analogy of social media right now um but yeah and you can email me at dj at brightsidehometheater.com and um yeah and same with uh, i don't know john what do you want do you want to give out your email or well, a, i don't have a podcast yeah so <laughs> no but you you're on, I don't, what do you want, hey, next next steps in your home theater journey john next steps yeah yep. i interact a lot with with dj's uh youtube slash on twitter so if anyone has any questions mm-hmm. or anything you can you can usually find me through dj's uh channels of communication as well so that's okay. probably the easiest way well we are very thankful to be here for another year. We hope that you, the listeners, have been thankful to share this time with us and, and come in once again, uh, get this cross-podcast uh, event going. Happens once a year. you got to mark it on your calendars and be ready for it to come. Hope you've looked forward to it. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, so I'll just say on behalf of John, Andrew, Lee, Tom, DJ, and myself, Rob H., uh, we're all very appreciative that uh, you, you're part of this home theater community. We hope we welcome more and more people into it with us. So I'll just Thank say for now, hey, go push play. And stay in and listen to something. Yeah.